Good morning. Happy Sunday, people. I pray that you are up and that you are getting ready to go into the house of the Lord to fellowship with other like-minded believers. Perhaps today, for some physical reason, you can't take yourself into the house of the Lord to gather together with other like-minded believers. That's okay because God can meet you right where you are. Just say, Jesus, come on in. You're welcome. Just begin to clap your hands. And I believe that when we clap our hands, we are asking God. That is that is an invitation to invite his spirit right on into the room. Today is a good day because this is another day day that God has afforded those of us who woke up this morning and we were enclosed in our right minds. This is the Lord's day. This is a blessed day. This is a blessed moment because we have breath. We have breath in our bodies. We can look around and we can see clearly and know where we are. We know who we are and we know that we still need Christ Jesus as our Lord and our Savior. Good morning, world. Good morning to my family. Good morning to all of my friends. Good morning to the three young ladies that I met on last night. Good morning, Miss Cersei. Good morning, Miss Yvonne. And good morning, Miss Glenda. Thank you for last night. You guys were really, really, really a true blessing. I am so honored that I met you last night. And I prayed about our relationships and our bonds that God would allow, if he would allow us to form them, we already surrender those relationships back to him. Thank God that this morning that we still have a Lord and a Savior on our side. This morning, really quickly, I just want to tell you, the verdict is in. The prosecution rests. Thank God. It's over with. It's done. It is, God has closed the book. The prosecution rests. God has closed the mouths of every naysayer. He has closed the mouth of every lion that has come to roar at us, that has come to scream at us, that has come to accuse us of everything but being men and women of God, the prosecution rests. I thank God that God has avenged for us. He has come in and he has set in grace and mercy. The prosecution rests. There is now no more condemnation to us that are in Christ Jesus, the prosecution rest. Jesus went into his own. He went unto them. He was around them and they received him not. The prosecution rest. The woman at the well was accused. They talked about her. They picked at her. They pointed out what she was doing that was wrong. And Jesus just simply said, He who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. The prosecution rests. He spoke a word into that woman's life and he set her free. The prosecution rests. Even when you're trying your best, 
God knows that you're trying your very best. You're giving him, like Anita Baker says, the best that you got. You're giving it to him. You are trying your best to slay giants in his name. You are trying your best to be his You're trying your best to be the word that he requires for us to be. You're trying to be loving. You're trying to be forgiving. You're trying to be compassionate. You're trying to be humble. You're trying to be kind. And many times, more than I care to admit, we have to walk away and say, God, I did my very best. But it still didn't press that button in that person. It still didn't. The key, I put it in the ignition. But it just, it, I couldn't get it to turn over. The prosecution rests. It's okay. People, a lady on my job told me one time. She said, Keisha, sometimes people just don't want your help. And that, that said to me that, Could I be casting my pearls among swine? The prosecution rests after you have done everything that you can do. After you have said everything that you can say. The prosecution rests after they have pointed at you and pointed at you and said, you think you're a Christian. You think you're a Christian. You think you're so better. When you're going to talk about your wrongdoing. But what they don't hear you say is that I made a mistake. I should have done that differently. I should have done that better. Here's a different way I could have said that. Here's a different way that I could have done that. If I just would have turned right instead of left, I probably could have come out better with this project. Whatever it is that you messed up on, the enemy is so set in his ways to downplay to talk about, to finger point at your walk with God that they don't even hear you in a normal conversation. Admit your faults. Admit what you have done, what you said that was a mistake. They're so dead set in their ways that they can't even say, you know what, next time, you know, you probably will do better. They're so set in their ways They're so set in doing things the way that they want to do that they can't even see clearly the positive things that you are doing. The prosecution rest. God is telling all of us, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't fret. Don't spend time away from getting your rest. When you lay down at night, close your eyes and go to sleep. Because the prosecution has to rest. They have to, every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. The prosecution rests. We can't be persecuted any more than God would allow. So when the persecution comes, know that it's supposed to come. It's supposed to come. It is set up to come. It's in God's plan for it to come. Because if there is no affliction, we can't reign with him. After we have suffered a while, the prosecution has to rest. It has to rest. It has to take a seat. They have to take a seat. That co-worker has to take a seat. They have to sit down. That family member, they have to sit down. God's gonna, he's gonna make them. If God... If God causes us 
to walk along a peaceful, a peaceful shore. If God causes us to rest in green pastures, if God causes us to do that, he's going to cause the enemy. He's going to cause the prosecution to have to rest. The prosecution rests this morning. They have to sit down because God's going to have his full way. God's going to have center stage. When that curtain is open, God's going to be there to bring his children around him. And he's going to say, see, didn't I tell you everything that you were waiting for? I had to cause the prosecution to rest before I allowed you to see everything that you've been praying for. I had to put them on notice that I'm in control. So he's caused the prosecution to rest this morning. That's good news. That's good news. You may have to get up this morning, go down to the church and deal with that same little lady who sits in that same little spot. You have to deal with her arrogant, nasty, hateful attitude. You got to deal with her when you work in the kitchen with her. You have to deal with her, working with her as an usher, ushering in people into the house of the Lord. You're supposed to be bright and vibrant and have a word for them. You're supposed to have a kind greeting for them, but it's just the opposite. And they point out everything that you do that is trying to give God glory. But let me tell you that because you're trying to do things in excellence, God's going to avenge for you because he's going to cause the prosecution to rest. He's going to cause those who have afflicted us. He's going to have to cause them to rest. God said that now these enemies you will see no more. God says that I will cause your enemies to be at peace with you. God says that. He will cause us to sit at his right hand and watch him deal with our enemies. God has prepared a table before us in the very presence of our enemies. He's going to cause the prosecution to rest. He's going to have to cause them to sit down. He's going to have to cause them to not even want to come into your presence because the presence of God is going to be so strong all around us. The glory is going to be so strong all around us that they're not going to know how to handle it. So in order not to handle it, they're just going to stay away. They're just going to say, meet me in the parking lot. They're just going to say, just pick it up. I'm going to leave it on your desk. Just I'm going to just go in the lunchroom and I'm going to just leave it on the, the lunch table. They're not even going to want to meet with you because they're not going to understand the glory and the presence of God that's all around you. It's going to be so strong. They're not going to even be able to take it. God's going to cause the prosecution to rest. I heard my sister say, one of my older sisters, years ago, she said either it is going to the love of God, the presence of God is either going to draw them or either it is going to run them away. Who would not want to run into the presence of God? I would tend to think a person who does not want to change. But that's good news for us. Because if they're not going to submit and going to surrender, and this has been going on for years, God's going to cause that, that sick place, that sick infested place in our lives He's going to cut it out. 
He's going to prune it away. He's going to dig it out. He's going to discard it. And then he's going to heal that open wound. He's going to seal it up. And before he seals it up, he's going to pour in his spirit. He's going to replace it with the fruit of the spirit. He's not just going to leave it an open, barren wound. He's going to pour in his spirit. He's going to put his hand over it and it's going to be healed. And you're not going to even feel the effects of that dead, rotten, dry place that he plucked out, that he took his own hands and he just kept digging. He just kept digging until he dug all of that, that infection, all of that sick place out of your life. God's going to do it. He's going to cause the prosecution to rest. That is good news. You may have to get up tomorrow morning and deal with those same people on the job. But I speak by faith, by faith that God is going to give you a, as my sissy do says, a tougher skin, a face like flint and a heart of flesh. And my prayer is that we don't even at this moment, moving forward, we won't hear what we don't need to hear anymore. We won't see what we don't need to see anymore. We're going to have to begin to walk in that because we can't, we can no longer allow the enemy to continue to reign in our, in certain areas of our lives. We take our lives and we look at them and we see, well, this part over here is good. I'm good over here. This part is healthy. This is good. We got good communication. We know how to fellowship together. We give and we take, we bless one another. Well, let me look at this part of my life. Uh, This part is trying to heal, but I think it needs a little bit more medication. I think I need to speak the word of God over this part here even the more. Let's look at this part over here. This part is, is doing good, doing better than last week. We're on the move. We're on the move. We're getting there. Ooh, ooh, look at this place right here. It's like it's black. It's it's ugly. It's bruised all up. It's infested. Then you cut it open and a worm comes out. Oh no, we got to get the hands of Jesus on this. We got to, we got to plead the blood of Jesus over this. God, you got to get this out of this part of my life. God is our portion this morning. He's everything that we need. He's going to cause the prosecution to rest. It's their job to point the finger. It is their job to cause confusion and bring foolishness. It's their job. So this morning, I just want to tell you that this is good news that God is causing the prosecution to rest, that we have not even seen the half of everything that God wants to do for us. But first, he has to close that mouth of that enemy. He has to cause the prosecution to rest. If you have not surrendered your sweet little life to Jesus Christ, now is the time. Say, God, I need a Lord and a Savior. I'm a sinner and I've been doing things my way. I've been dancing to the beat of my own drum long enough. I've been this way all of my life and I've been wrong all of my life. I need you to come in and I need a Lord and a Savior as my very own. I believe that your son Jesus lived and that he died, that he shed his blood on the cross for remission of sins for the whole world. And I want to be saved. I believe that I am saved. 
Thank you, God, that I'm saved. The angels are rejoicing. If you repeated that and believe it in your heart, you're now saved. Your new life begins, brand new, starting all over. Everything else, forget about it. You're going to have good days. You're going to have days days of celebration. You're going to have some days when you're going to cry, but that's okay. Because that if God be for you, he's more than the whole world against you. When you come out of the flaming fires, you won't even smell like smoke. You won't even smell like what you went through. And it's going to be all for the glory of Jesus Christ. Better, greater. It is sooner, not later. Please pass this podcast to two people. Please pass it to two people. People are dying from lack of encouragement. Pass this podcast to at least two people. And it is their responsibility to receive the word of God. You all be blessed today and know that God loves you. And the best is yet to be seen. Love you. Bye-bye.